Welcome back. Politipod is on the air. CBS 13, CBS13.com. Welcome, everyone. Tony Lopez here with our CBS 13 political analyst, Gary Dietrich. Gary, always good to have you to talk politics. It's been a while since we've been up in this booth, but uh, we've seen you on CBS 13 uh, on occasion. And uh, good More insight. More than on occasion, man. I'm getting drugged in every day because politics right now, Tony, uh, there's just no getting around the fact. New governor in California. Lots going on here. And I've never seen this much interest this early on in a presidential race. I mean, yeah. you know, of course, now we have a, a native daughter candidate in Kamala Harris. We're going to talk about her today. But I mean, seriously, you know, and, and then when we think about the fact that in just a little over 12 months, first votes for president are going to be cast. Mm-hmm. And one last just scene setter, if we can drop it in now, might as well. Kids, if you haven't heard yet, March 3rd is going to be our presidential primary. We're not going to be the tail of the dog anymore in June relatively inconsequential we're going to literally be tony perhaps the biggest get and right after iowa new hampshire i contend california as the big dog on march 3rd and the biggest prize on super tuesday is going to be getting the lion's share of the attention rolling into uh, our presidential year you're pumped up today i could tell i could tell you're well, ready listen, to go man, politics is, is getting you going it well hey listen we finally got a state of the union date we're going to talk about that today right but you know we got uh, one of our u.s senators running and she's no- notably you know one of the been one of the top three to five in the national polls i mean I, I think this is serious and the other thing about it tony is there are so many big issues right now on the table i mean people are really concerned about this and right here in the northern state, I'll just throw one last thing in as we start this conversation. People are really concerned about what's happened in our state in the last couple of years. Wildfires, right? Our border. There's a lot of things that are sort of uniquely Californian that people, I think, have a genuine concern about. And so, you know what? There's, there's, there's lots to talk about. Yeah, huge moment in history coming yep. up. So let's talk about Senator Kamala Harris. No big secret that she uh, came out and said, I'm running. But I guess the big question I keep asking myself is, how will she play on the front porches of Iowa, New Hampshire, Wisconsin? Right. Well, I think that's the thing. It's important to to look at a presidential candidate in those two ways, two distinct ways. One, you got to win a primary. You got to appeal to your own base. You don't do that. You don't get to go to the big show in November of 2020. But once you have that, if you achieve that, the game changes dramatically. And everybody who's been in a presidential campaign, I worked on one myself, there is a distinct difference between those two. And once you get into having to appeal more broadly, especially in a day, Tony, where our nation is so tightly divided that those independents in particular are vitally important votes. And when a party is choosing to get behind a certain candidate, one of the questions that has to come up, especially with this election, is how will our candidate look standing on a podium next to the incumbent going toe-to-toe? How do you think Kamala Harris will be able to... to handle that when uh, President Trump and, and, and she are having uh, an interesting discussion. Interesting to say the least. Yeah, I think any discussions next year in the, in the general election are going to be interesting. But Kamala Harris notably, and, and this is where, of course, recently she kind of laid a claim to fame in the Kavanaugh hearings, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't pull any punches. And so there's a certain segment of the Democratic Party who say, that's exactly what we need. You know, we need somebody who's willing to go toe-to-toe and exchange blows with a president who's shown himself willing to do that both on the stump and in office. There's another thought pattern, however, though, of people saying, look, we want to look like the reasonable party, the adults in the room. We don't want to just sit there and t- change and trade jabs with the, uh, with the incumbent. So I guess it really depends on your perspective, Tony. You know, how effective you think somebody like a Kamala Harris would be. With so many candidates already in, and you have uh, Warren and Gillibrand exploratory committees. At what point do one of the candidates 
on the sidelines that they haven't jumped in fully yet, do they back off and go, okay, I'm going to support, say, someone like uh, a Castro or, or a Harris uh, to perhaps right. position, position themselves you know, for down the road. Yeah. You mean like, oh, I don't know, a VP slot, for maybe, example? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, I think it's real early for that. Um, for one thing, if you're going to throw your weight behind somebody else, you want that to be the likely winner, right? I mean, because otherwise, you're not getting a VP, you're not getting an academy job, you're not getting anything. So those kind of stepping aside endorsements, I think, are way down the road. There's a lot of people, though, I think, still waiting to see is a Joe Biden going to get in, who's typically pulled somewhere around 30% of his own party consistently over the last 6 to 12 months. Bernie Sanders, another heavyweight candidate, is he going to get in? You've got names that a lot of people might not be that familiar with. But say John Hickenlooper, who, former governor of uh, Colorado, just wrapped up there, mayor of, of Denver, he supposedly has a big effort already underway, and people haven't heard about it yet. So I, I think there's an um, now we got Howard Schultz. Who I think we're going to talk about a little bit today, right? Talking about an independent bid. There's a lot to unfold in the next few months. And let's wrap things up with with the Kamala Harris talk by by asking about the fact that she's going to be known as the senator from California. And let's face it, big beautiful country we live in. People often look at California as a little bit out there, and they may not have the same values. So. How tough is it going to be for her to get past that? Hey, I'm not just, you know, a, a left wing senator who just believes in these values. Now, part of her plan for that, by the way, is citing a professional background, saying, look, I was attorney general. My job was to keep the laws right. Uphold the laws. I was a prosecutor. Those are typically seen as more Republican leaning, conservative leaning offices. So that's part of how she plans to combat that. But there's no question, and I mean, you know, I'm a native Californian, what the heck? You know, I love my home state, but there's no question that in certain parts of the country, you know, the label California is not a net positive when it comes to national elections. All right. Gary, interesting. Thank you for, so much for your uh, insight on uh, Senator Kamala Harris, who definitely has uh, some strong momentum right now. We'll see where it goes. Absolutely. Gary, thanks.